The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Welcome to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I am Coach Lorianne. Our goal here at Healthy Lifestyle is to inspire, educate, and empower you to fulfill a healthy, emotional, spiritual, and physical life so you can feel empowered to live the life you have always wanted and dreamed. Welcome to the show today. One of my favorite shows is always when we have co-host Vince Parada on. Welcome to the show, Vince. Hi there. How are you? Really good. How about you? I'm good. Are you ready to light everybody up with some verbal caffeine and possibilities? I am, but you know what? It's kind of like we're coming, it's almost around the bend for the year. You know, this is always that time where I start to think about, wow, I can't believe the year is almost over. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how we always say how quickly, you know, it, it must be an age thing. We're like, oh, the year went so quickly, but it does. It goes quickly, right? It does. And, and, you know, it's it's like you have you have that thing where you're OK, I'm rushing to kind of do the things I need to do. We're, you know, coming up on the holidays and then I'm thinking about next year. But there's a lot that went on this year. It was a busy year and um, kind of, you know, a little reflective as well. Yeah. So that's why I love my I do this thing every year, the same time of year um, it just just passed. But it's called Dream Big. And mm-hmm. what it is, is it gets us dreaming. First, we celebrate and we're going to actually, why don't we walk everybody through it today? First, we're going to celebrate what we've done and our accomplishments in 2023, looking at our our wins or what plagued us more. Um, you know, we, we just really want to open ourselves to, to get into that yumminess of appreciating what we've done and really recognizing it. We don't do enough of that. We take our wins for granted. We take what we do well for granted and we focus on all those negatives and beat ourselves up. So I'm going to say, don't do that. let's let's just look at the things and feel free to just really open yourself up to to look at what you did really well um what you could come back to and maybe do better what you want to bring into next year and what you want to release from this year um and and that's what i do in the dream big masterclass and and then we go into starting to dream big for 2024 for our next year we want to start that process of thinking what we want. We don't want to set the goals yet because it's too soon, but we want to start thinking about it so that we know what we're going to be doing. And that's why I do my visioning and goal setting the first Friday of January every year is that's when we sit down and we really set those goals. That's that's a really good timeline. It kind of gives you the the retrospective of, hey, you know, what did we like? What did we do really well? Because I agree. Um, One of the biggest things I'll ask people when I'm in a coaching session is, Tell me something you like. What what did you do in that situation that went well, right? Because we always, like you said, it was perfect. You know, we beat ourselves up. Uh, Got to do that before you can go forward. Got to yeah. be know now. Yeah, and, and I want to. I want to start first. First, I want to clarify something. You know, it, people talk about goals all the time. What are goals? Goals are merely the what you'll accomplish, right? That's that's all it is. So let's just take the pressure off of it. It's just the what you want to accomplish. The action plans are simply the how you're going to accomplish the what you want to accomplish. So if we're thinking of goals of what we've accomplished this year and start celebrating that, I want us to think about 
the, wow, I can't believe I did all that. That's what we want to get into. We want to really look at 2023 and look back and what did we accomplish? So, so the first question I always ask is what are, are your biggest triumphs? So have, can you think of anything that was a triumph for you in 2023 that you were like, wow, I cannot believe that I did that? Uh, yeah, I actually, I, I can. There was there was a uh, training program that I put together with, with some of my colleagues, and we took people who didn't have certain skills in training, and we feel really good because we can actually measure their success. We can see the improvements, and, and that made us feel really great. I, you know, it's very funny because, to your point earlier, while we, we did that until this moment, I haven't, and neither of they are in our group meeting, we've never reflected on what we accomplished. We always talk about, all right, we need to do this better. This has got to change. Here's something else to, we don't, we don't catch our breath and say, hey, wait a second. We did a lot of things really well. What were they? Because you want to replicate the good stuff, right? That's I think that's the one thing. And, and at least for me, don't we want to always make sure that the good things continue? We always talk about what the changes, but what good things did we do? Rinse and repeat, and the changes are just making it better. Maybe, maybe there's another level, and maybe it's perfect the way it is. And that's that's part of the celebration is, is this where we want it? And can we make it better? And oh my God, this, but we need to celebrate what we actually did. You know, we take it for granted. Not everybody does what you do, whatever that is. And you did it well. So Take your hands, reach it up in the air, put it over your back and pat yourself on the back because you did good. You really, really did good. So for me, it was shifting my owning other people's issues. I shifted from that. I can, I can, I would more easily recognize what's not my issue to focus on, but it's something they have to focus on. I'll totally be supportive of what they have to focus on, but I was owning too much of other people's stuff. So that's the, it's a you issue. It's a me issue kind of a thing. It's really knowing the difference between what I'm responsible for and what someone else is responsible for. Doesn't mean you can't be there to support somebody and lift them up. Um, It just does mean that you need to know that you don't have to own it and solve the problem. Because I know like you, I'm a problem solver. So I automatically be like, what did you try? Did you try that? Nope. Zip it. Let them solve it. You know, you make a great point. Actually, my daughter taught me that um, (laughs) very, very colorfully. She said to me, dad, when I tell you something, I don't want you to always solve the problem. Sometimes I just want you to let me kind of share with you and air it out so I can kind of give you what I'm thinking. And in all truth, I, I said to her, honey, I'm I'm sorry. I don't know how to differentiate. So help me out. Like tell me when you want me to listen and not problem solve. And it and it does it does make a big difference. And you know, it's 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 an interest, it's a really important fact that you just pointed out. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing how people process and when it comes out of our mouths, it sounds so different than when it's in our head. So having that sounding board, some people might refer to it as having that ability to speak it out loud changes everything. And knowing that you're saying it to someone who is trusted is really important, too. So you don't want to just blurt it out in the middle of a train station necessarily you may but i wouldn't um but it's it's real important and that's what she's saying it's like i don't want you to solve the problem i just want to talk it through and and having somebody that is trusted to do that with and you're very good at that too you're very good what brought you the most joy this year in 2023 oh it was probably the 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 personal i um this is a huge year i my my first grandchild was born and my grandchild brought me enormous joy 
Yeah, and I love the way you smile when you when you say that because because oh he's a little squishy bear and I, and I think it's great. Yeah, and by the way, everybody who's listening, do this uh, at, along with us. I'd like to to write these down and do it for yourself because it really does help this process, and you'll you'll understand more when you go through it. The most joy for me is my son got engaged and he did it over in Italy, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and she said yes. <laughs> Was there ever a doubt? Come on. Great, great. <laughs> So in 2023, looking back, what smart decisions did you make? I'm sure you made lots of them, but what, you know. No, actually, <laughs> it's easy to pick this because I, I I only made a few. And, and the really, but the smartest thing I did was actually decide not to, I was going to expand my business and I had brought somebody in and I decided that I was not going to do that because I wanted to train that person, make sure they had all my support and attention as appropriate and then I put off expanding my business to next year. Um, and I was really proud of that because I really wanted to do it for the last three years and I had everything, but it wouldn't have been fair to the person I brought on. So I, was, I, I think that was my best decision because it worked out well. I got somebody really great. And that's one of the things they talk about is that I'm available to help. Wow. And you made a really good point. You had to, you really had to put your stuff on the back burner. Um, not only is that selfish and smart, um, but you opened up other opportunities by doing that. So, so it was thoughtful consideration. How did you get to that point? How, you, like, what made you make that pivot? It's, it's really brilliant. I think that the biggest thing for me was just thinking about. It took me a while. I, I subscribed to you know hire slowly and and ask you know help people leave quickly because you want to get the right people in the right seats. And I really wanted to make sure that I gave this individual a fair opportunity to have access to my knowledge, to tap me for, hey, let's do this together. And I did a lot of that, which was, you know, if there was a question, let's do it together. Come on and sit down with me. Or, hey, you know what? Let me pull up a chair. We'll do this together. It helped build my relationship. It helped to build our trust. So that meant a lot to me because what I, what I do requires a lot of trust. And it's funny that you say that too. It it also, one thing you didn't point out, it also had you have to think about or get to think about what your actual process was. Because sometimes we do things um, uh, automatically, right? We just do it because that's what we've done. Um, and it makes you look at the process and may even tweak your own process. Did you find any of that coming through? A hundred percent. There were a number of things that I looked at critically and said, you know what, this is how we've done it, but we can do this a little differently now. Let's try this. And we did come up with some new processes. And the interesting thing was it also became an opportunity for us to reach out to others, to involve them in the process. So we shared our learning, they shared their process, everybody kind of benefited. It kind of expanded that network. And the the new person that I have actually commented and said it was so great because always felt like she had support from different people and never felt like kind of adrift. But somebody who had started at the same time commented that they didn't feel they had that same, that safe safety network to, to help make the transition to the news. Yeah, you provided resources, even if that wasn't your intention. It was an unintentional uh, source that you, you provided. And that's why this kind of process is really important, especially around this type of year to set yourself up for success for next year. Um, <clears throat> love that. It's one of my favorite questions, by the way, smart decisions, because people are like, all oh, my decisions are smart. Really? Are you sure? Because um, I know mine aren't always smart. Um, and looking back. The good decisions stand out. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, I don't think there are that many. You, you try your best, though. I had a really good smart decision, which, you know, I had a couple of 
nice ones, but I bought out my, I, I bought out my lease for my Lexus. Um, and that was a really smart decision. One, I knew Lexus was coming, coming to me because I had such low mileage on my car and they wanted that car back and they would have done anything to put me in a new car. And I was like, no, financially it makes more sense. The car doesn't have a lot of mileage on it. I love the car. So I bought that out. So that was my smart decision. What was your favorite purchase in 2023? Oh, I have to think about that. I don't think I have a favorite. How about you? Do you have a favorite purchase? Cause that yeah. one- my my Lexus, <laughs> my favorite purchase. Every time I look at her, it makes me smile because I love love that car. It it just rides nice. She treats me well. Um, I love the the um what do you call it the dealership that I go back just to get the oil change from. So yeah, I love them. They take good care of it. Uh, it's a great product. It's a good company. I'm just I'm thrilled. I I I was a BMW girl for years you know that i drove a couple of bmws and somebody said go look at the lexus and I'm like yeah okay and then i did and i was just i'm sold i'm sold sorry bmw i'm sold <laughs> the opinions expressed are not necessarily <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah that was my favorite and you can't think of a favorite purchase huh you know what i'm not um things don't i'm not looking for things but i i get greater um enjoyment and pleasure out of things that i do right mm-hmm. Things that I bought. I uh, well, Your favorite I guess, acquisition then to change the question would be the new person that you're working with. Absolutely, unequivocally, yeah, unequivocally. It's um, it was it was really you know it, it took me a while to find somebody, and I the greatest feeling is not only finding and hiring, but it's six months later when you look at it and do you go, God, that was great, and I can honestly say, yeah, very happy. Yeah. Well, you're very good at hiring anyway. So if anybody ever needs somebody to hire people, you should call up Vince because he's awesome at it. Very meticulous. What'd you learn about yourself in 2023 looking back? I I learned that um, I don't have to do everything. That's huge. <laughs> that, says that, that says a whole lot because it also says that you're also releasing. That means you're releasing control and you're allowing other people to do some of the stuff and you're finding your your wheelhouse and your value in sitting in that wheelhouse as opposed to doing everything. That is, I, I really want to comment on that because it is my value. I ended up doing more of what I love, which was more valuable to the people that work with me. And they saw it and I appreciate it because I enjoyed it. So I just poured myself into it and and it's what I'm good at. The, the stuff that I let go of Yes. And you spend more time in the yummy part because it, you're you're good at it because it brings you joy and it's your strengths and strengths are merely things that we feel most comfortable with. Our weaknesses, we're not as comfortable there. So it doesn't give us as good of a feeling. It, it's not a bad thing. It just is. So I, I think that's great. I love that. I, I absolutely love that. Let's see. Learn about yourself. Myself, I think... Um, Allowing myself to show my vulnerabilities and yet I can still be strong and learning that balance is that I can still be vulnerable and show, you know, not superwoman, although I think I am sometimes, but uh, it's more like Wonder Woman. But anyway, it's because of the jewelry, I'm sure. Uh, but it's, uh, I, I think that was it for me is, is being able to show my vulnerabilities confidently, but still uh, be, be a strong woman. That's a really hard thing. I, I think letting go like that. Um, that that's Alan May. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I'm looking at you. <laughs> I think that's a that's a major accomplishment um, in life to be able to to, to show that. Right? You know what happens when you do that too? 
you show your genuineness even more. It 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 shows more, and it I found that doing that has so many people like coming towards me as opposed to where I used to be, which was a wall, a moat, and a wall. That's how distant I would keep, and then wonder why people didn't know who I was. Well, you got to let them pass the walls in the moat. So. I think you gave me that one too. It's like you you're so distant that you have a moat between your two walls. I was like, "Whoa, I love that." So, that that was good. So, and that makes me feel good and I'm very proud of myself about that is to be able to do that kind of release and allow it. Well, so the other question that this struck me when when we were kind of thinking about this, what did you learn about the world? Cuz that's a that's a big question. That's and I want to know how you internalize that about yourself. Well, what I learned about the world is like us, the world grows, right? So while the world is growing around us, it has a lot of rough edges on the outside. You know, it's not perfect. It's not pretty. Sometimes it's darn right ugly, right? But it has amazing potential when you allow it. So I learned that about the world, which reminds me about how I grow, is that I may be rough around the edges sometimes. I may not know everything and be sparkly all the time, but I do have that amazing potential if I want to, if I so choose to to grab the diamond and run, you know what I mean? So the world is, um, a lot of people would say it's hurting right now. And yes, on so many elements it is, but what we're not seeing is underneath what we're being blasted with on a daily basis is there's so much yumminess going on. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll look at my Lions Club right now, uh, raising money and, and uh, preparing to feed over 150 families in our area who are in desperate need of assistance right now. Um, over 150 in America, right in my neighborhood, which means there's hundreds of families, thousands of families out there who need assistance right now. So yeah, the world is hurting, but see within that roughness, there's beauty, there's amazing potential, and you have people out there doing beautiful things. Nice. That's, that's, that's really sweet. And and the one the one thing I'll add to that, <clears throat> to your thought about the feeding the folks, everybody does it at Thanksgiving. And one of the things I learned is it's the hardest day to volunteer, but the next day it becomes very easy. So I hope we all think about maybe volunteering Friday and Saturday, not necessarily just that day. Yeah, what you're doing is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, we we do it in December actually. Um, so it's nice. And if anybody wants to contribute, by the way, um, all you have to do is <clears throat> you can go to Port Jeff Lions online on Facebook. There, it's so easy. Reach out to us here um, on the, at the radio station. We'll give it to you. Fifty dollars feeds a family. That's how we've been able to do it. So if you contribute, and the more you contribute, the more families we can help. And it's a beautiful thing. Our, our high school students, local lacrosse team, um, Port Jefferson, Leos, they all get involved in putting this together. So, and funny story is before I became a, a lion, um, my father was a lion. Uh, but before I became a lion, um, years ago, when my, my son, Nick was in high school, he would go with his friend around this, well, closer around the December time period, he goes, okay, I'm going over to Eric's and we're going to go um, do build food bags. And I was like, uh, all right. And he would go do it for years, Vince, for years, he would do this. I didn't realize it was for this program, wow. the food drive for Andrew, Eric's father always ran it for the lions. When I joined the lions, I didn't know Drew was a lion. I've known Drew for years because of Eric and our families have been aligned for years. No idea because he doesn't talk about all the contribution he give back that he does. And he does his whole family does so much for the community. 
And so now I'm part of the Lions, Jews doing this. And now I know what my son was doing all these years. And I was like, oh my God, I I never asked the next question, the next obvious question. So it made me proud that my son just did it year over year no comment about it. He would just go and do it. And it, it's so beautiful. So if you get a chance to donate your time, or if you could donate, just just do it for your local community. Give back is important. Yes. It's, and one of the nicest lessons that you just shared, uh, I learned that at a, f- a funeral for a friend of mine. In the Jewish- ask more questions of my son when he does stuff? Oh, no, that's a different thing. <laughs> I'm sure you ask him a lot of questions. I wouldn't do that to him. So have you ask more. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Well, well, one of the nicest things is to do something for someone to do a favor that can never be repaid. And at a Jewish funeral, one of the nicest things is to pour some dirt on a person who's going to their final resting place. And I really meant something. I thought that was such a cool thing. And I've kept that with. So to your point, do something for somebody that can never repay you and keep it to yourself. You will enjoy that even more. You'll get more out of it than the person you think you helped. Because it's just a great thing. Out of doubt. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. We're going to take a quick break, but we're going to come back, continue our conversations of dreaming big and setting ourselves up for success in 2024. We'll be right back. Back to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I am Coach Lorianne, and we're here today, of course, with Vince Parada. And if you would like to be a guest or lift up your business, product, non-for-profit, or if you have a question or a comment, please feel free to email us at healthylifestylewithla at gmail.com. That's what, Vince? Healthy Lifestyles with LA at gmail.com. Yes, but leave the S off of the lifestyle. It's lifestyle, healthy lifestyle. That's good. I was always at an S to everything. I know. I noticed that about you. What is that about? So funny. Um, So welcome back. We were talking about dreaming big, right? We had some really nice, yummy conversation about that. But what obstacles did you overcome in 2023, Vince? I think the, the the biggest obstacle was I've got to get it all done. And and in the sense that I, I was starting early, working late, and only kind of running myself down. So like when I was working, I really wasn't 100%. It was, I can do this, and that'll be there tomorrow. So it was kind of recognize, I, I would characterize it recognizing my limitation. Yeah, but it's not really a limitation. It's just, a, you know, an order of importance. You still got everything done, right? Yes, it's just, you know, it's a little more respectful of time and my humanity, you know, you need that. Yes. I mean, because a lot happened. This was a really very busy and successful year for you. And was there an obstacle that stands out as like a big thing that you overcame? Well, I'm going to go on the personal side. I lost my husband um, and I really had to contend with everything that came before that loss and with everything that comes after that loss. And so um, that was uh, quite an interesting hurdle to overcome. Um, it was it was just a few months ago, so I don't know if I've completely overcome it yet. Um, we're still working through it, but that that's an an integration into your an unexpected integration into your life that changes things. So yeah, that was a big obstacle. That is a big a big event. So you know, and those it's very funny because anytime you have to face your own mortality. Because when other people pass, I, I don't get what anybody says. I think we think about our own mortality. Sure. So it, it definitely, uh, yeah, that's that is big. That's that's yeah. tough. 
That's a that's a tough one. So that kind of makes me think about, you know, have you grown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did I grow? Um, I, I think staying in flow was a really allowing and trusting, allowing and trusting. So even when an obstacle like this came up, um, everything didn't come crashing down and everything didn't stop. I just, I went with what it was supposed to be. So, you know, at that point I had to go down to Florida where he was and take care of things with, with my son and um, just staying in flow through the obstacle and staying in flow in my business and understanding that there it's, it's almost like a uh, wave's, right? That navigation, you just have to go with it. And if you don't fight it, it just makes life yummier and easier. So staying in flow this year, uh, I'm very proud about the fact that I've grown to be able to stay in flow. Don't get me wrong. I'm not doing it all the time. Sometimes I get in my own way, but but that's one of the growth elements that I definitely noticed in myself. How about, how about who did you love connecting with this year? My son. My son, interestingly enough, because... Um... You know, when, when, and and you'll appreciate this. You raise your kids, and so you know when they're little, you're you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. And they get into their teen years, and they can't get like, right. Right? yeah. <clears throat> and then they become young adults, and you're okay. You know, you're nothing to write home about, but you're okay. But when my son became a dad, that was really interesting. And um, he <laughs> he came over one day. And he gave me a big hug. And I said, that's that's really nice. I said, what's that for? And we always hug hello, but this embrace was a little longer. And he said, Dad, I think I finally understand. I think I find. He said, I love my son so much. He said, I can't begin to. T- it's it's hard to express. He mm-hmm. said, I, I think I finally get it. And, yeah. and it was really it was really nice. It, it, yeah, there's nothing we won't do for our kids. And it's the greatest thing I've ever done. Yep. And um, yeah, you do. You love them to death. And whether they're in your life or not in your life, you still, the love is there. The love will never go away. It always is. It's just, you have to show it a different way. Right. right. Yeah. They're always yours and you love them. Yeah. Good, bad, ugly. Right. Right. And they can only hope that they love you back. Good, bad, ugly. So uh, this year, when you look back, did you take a big risk? What was the, the biggest risk you took? Yeah, I took a huge risk. I, uh, I made an offer on another business. Wow. Which will expand what I do and be able to reach more people. And so my, I can get my message out. So, um, yeah, that was a big risk. I was out on, you know, the plank as far as I'm concerned. I'm like, should I jump or should I stay? Um, so yeah, that was a big risk. And you know me, I calculate everything. And to me, it, it's definitely worth it, mostly because of who that business is owned by. I really, I have great admiration for her and, um, I, I think uh, it's going to be good stuff and brings, you know, brings us into 2024. So I can, I, you know what I, I can really say, because I know you, that that was a big decision because I can see it all over your face and I can hear it in the cadence in your voice. That was not from the hip. And that was really from the heart because you really, you really gave some serious thought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you do something like that, you have to, because there's risks involved and that are, you know, a lot of which is not within your control, but you do the best efforts and you rely on your tools and resources. And I know I bring the right tools and resources to it, which will take this to the next level. So I'm I'm very excited about it. Very excited about it. So biggest surprise. Biggest surprise. I don't know. I got to think about that. How about you? Biggest surprise. That's tough. Um, 
staying through turmoil, sticking it out. You know, when things got sticky and messy and maybe wasn't going to work the way we thought it was going to work, staying in and just trusting that it would happen. That was my biggest surprise that I was able to do that and also a growth side too, you know, that I, I really did that because a lot of times people would be like, ditch it. I can't tell you how many people said, just go, forget it, don't do it. You know, these are all the reasons why. And all I heard was their fear, not mine. Right. And I'm like, no, I really think I'm going to stay through this. I'm going to, I'm going to stick it out. And so glad that I did. So glad that I did. Yeah. Not quitting is, is, is important. Yeah. And it's quitting's kind of easy. And, and when you do it, you need to be thoughtful because you don't want to be regretful of not sticking it out. And I think that there's, there's something in that to be said. It's to that point. There was something this year that I wanted to quit and, but I was part of a team and the team was the only reason I didn't quit because I made a commitment to the people that I was leading this team with. And I wanted to make, I, I didn't want to let them down and I wanted to make sure I finished my commitment to them. And and that's a commitment to yourself. When we make commitments to other people, it's a commitment to ourselves as well. So yep. I love that you didn't do that. And that's that's within the tapestry of who you are, is that when you make a commitment, you keep to it, as do I. And, you know, I say my word is my bond. My word is my bond. You know, so if I make that commitment to you, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. What cherished memories did you create other than, of course, your grandson? <laughs> well, actually, um, no, this one goes to my wife. So um, we uh, love Alex. Shout out to Alex. <laughs> Um, we celebrated her birthday and um, it was not a, you know, kind of a big number. You know, there are big milestones you hit. This wasn't a big number, but it was just an important year because there were so many good things going on this year. But it was about everybody else. It shows takes care of everybody else. So um, we did a special day at the wineries and just it was just the family. We spent the whole day together. Um, and it was, it literally was incredible. It was a great memory the whole day. And that, and the only reason I say it is because I say this all the time. I'm like, are you happy? I ask my family all the time. Are you, I don't care about, are you happy? And she said, I'm really happy. I had the best time. Oh, and that's beautiful. Oh, that see cherished moments. Yeah, right. I like that. That's good. You had a book full this year. So which one stands out? Gosh, so many. So let's see. Um, always seeing my clients have their aha moments. That makes me so, so, so happy. My son, he moved in with his girl. Uh, he got a new job and he proposed to his girl. So um, that all was like cherished moments. Um, and the intentional time I made with family and friends, you know, going to the Grand Canyon with, uh, with our friends and uh, spending time with family and um, going down to South Carolina. Uh, just so many yummy, cherished moments. And those to me are the best gifts in life. It's yep. not stuff, it's the time. And so uh, we actually made a, a pack this year that we're going to, our gifts this year have to be time-related, spending time together. So it's not a thing, it's a, something to do together, um, which is way more cherished. I don't think any of us need any thing. And if we do, we get it anyway, because we're babies and we just go out and get it anyway, which makes it difficult. And we don't want to give each other just stuff to give each other. We want to spend time. So that that matters. So so when we're thinking back, you know, just to wrap up the dreaming and celebrating 2023, you know, we, we want to really think about what accomplishments matter most to us and what stories we're re ready to let go of. And, and I think that's an important thing to think about when you're going through that celebration of 2023. Yeah, that was good for me then. But what am I going to bring into 2024? 
And um, which leads us into the the next section, you know, and you want to wait, take those takeaways for 2023, but that let's, let's get into dreaming big and there are rules to the dreaming big game. And the rules are very simple. Um, There are no rules. Um, This is not how we're going to accomplish. It's what we want, what we want. Forget about how the, how will come, the, how will follow. I promise you it always does. You know, it, it, it's the same thing as setting up your visualizations. The hows will always follow, but you got to know what it is that you want. And we figure out what we want from knowing what we don't want, right? So so those things that we sit there and go, well, that didn't work out well. Well, there was a reason for that. Now we know we don't want that. <laughs> we want something else. So I want you to really imagine yourself achieving the goal and having this inner capacity to achieve whatever that goal is that you're setting up for yourself and and that dream of what you want to do and be when you grow up next year. You know what? And only 12 months. I only want you to think of the next 12 months, just like we only celebrated 2023. We didn't go back to 2022. So the same thing for that. So, so the first question I'd like to ask you and the first question I ask everybody is how would you like to see yourself grow in 2024? What does that look like? Uh, for me, it's uh, taking on more responsibility. I, I want to take on more leadership um, with what I do. And um, I want to I want to broaden the number of people that I can touch in terms of helping them and getting them to achieve things that, that are well within their grasp. They just can't see it. And how do you grow from them growing? You want to you want to get good at anything? Teach somebody else to do it, without a doubt. If you teach someone else to do it, you break it down in your mind, you perfect it over and over. Then you teach them and show them. And by the time you're done, you are better for it. You really should say thank you to them for the opportunity to show them because it just made you better. Yeah, without a doubt. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's great. Um, me, I want to stay focused in on course, um, embracing and trusting the process that I'm going through and firmly planted in a direction of staying present that allows me to stay present for my clients and the people that I'm serving and helping similar to you I grow from I, my growth comes from helping other people um, I I think that staying present and in the moment is really important um, for me to be my best selves to serve the people uh, that I serve the way that the best that I can so I think that's really important for my growth and that's staying on course really important really important. Do we have uh, an extra minute or two for uh, kind of a little bit of a discussion on uh, acts of kindness? Um, we have plenty of time to do the acts of kindness. Well, why don't we go through a couple more of these questions for for everybody to think about in 2024? And then, yeah, I do want to talk about random act of kindness. I love that. See, we're always thinking alike there, Vince. I love that. Um, what do you want to learn in 2024? Um, I actually, I have, I have a new skill that I want to learn and um, it goes to, so I actually have a goal um, that's about 18 months out and I've got a few stepping stones to get there. And I've promised myself two of those stones will be completed in 24. Beautiful. See, and I love what you said, because at the top of the show, remember, we said goals are merely what we want. And you also have an action plan. So you've broken it down into steps similar to my pizza analogy. So we don't eat the pizza in one bite. We break it into slices and take bites of that slice. So you just did that with one of your goals and you're going to achieve those two. That's how you're going to learn. Yeah. for me, I, I want to um, I want to learn some more platforms that are out there so I can better serve my clients. And being um, a great TV host because that's my uh, my newest ad- adventure is I'm 
I have 52 episodes of my coaching TV show. So I'm very excited about that. More to come on that. So, uh, so what would you like to change? Because I'm going to throw it right back into your your lap. What would I like to change? Um, I'd like to change how long it takes me to uh, to change my mind. That's okay. that's true. I I, uh, I will hold steadfast. I will hold steadfast because I commit to what I'm doing, what I'm trying to achieve, whatever I've set up. Uh, but I think I need I need a little more flexibility in there to kind of lend itself. There's that staying in flow and being fluid is that sometimes we have to stop and reassess, stop and reassess. And that's how we grow. So that's that's great. How would you like to improve? I don't know that I know that. I, I probably have to give that one a little more thought. I That's that's probably <laughs> um, I know. Well, I just thought of something. I do. I do know that I'd like to improve. I'd like to improve my my time management because um it's funny you said about being present. When I am with someone, I'm doing what I do. I am present. Oh, yes. To the point that I I don't know what else is going on. I'm not looking at the clock. I'm with the person I'm working with. They have my full attention. I couldn't tell you how. And, and usually when we're done, we're like, oh, my God, <laughs> you're laughing. <laughs> you know, I know you know that. I do know that. And the thing is, is that means you're in your, which is another conversation we're going to have on our next show, right? It's where you're in your zone of genius. And when you're in your zone of genius, time is just a concept. It's not a reality. It's just a concept. And when we lose track of time and go, oh my God, where'd the time go? That means you were doing something that made you happy. Yes. Stay there. Stay there as long as you can. Don't interrupt it. Allow yourself to, to feel that. Um, real quickly. Um, so, how would you like to improve? What would you like to experience more on uh, more of in 2023? And how would you want to feel? I'm sorry, in 2024. And how would you, what would you like to feel? How would you like to feel in 2024? Are things you need to continue to ask yourself? But the most important question I want to ask you is what I love to do is choose a theme for every year. This year was expansion. What would your theme for me? What would your theme be for 2024? Growth. Mine is evolve. So I had expansion this year, and now I need to evolve in that expansion that, that I had this year. So again, I'm going to have you all look at your key takeaways that you want, your what you want to do. Not how, don't even think about that. I don't even want you thinking about that. All these things that you would like, if, if money wasn't a matter, it doesn't matter what anybody else in your life wants. It's just what you would like. You start doing that because that's how you come up with your vision and your goals for 2024. But I, I, I do want to take the time now to talk about random act of kindness. Um, I know we're, we're coming into Thanksgiving time. I love November for random act of kindness. I actually do it all year long. I have this little thing. I think you know about it, which is I get, um, I get uh, lottery tickets and I randomly put them on people's cars. So if you ever get one, it's probably from me. Um, <laughs> and I put it on the car, but there are rules to the, to the random act of kindness game. Is it, 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 to what you had said earlier, um, it's the other people don't know that you do it. Only you do, which is this special feeling because you know, you touch somebody in such a special way, probably, but I leave the, the lottery card uh, in their windshield wiper. So one day I'm doing this. It was so funny. I'm at Stop and Shop and I put it in someone's windshield and I start to walk away and they come out and I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to see the reaction. I'm so, so I'm like hiding in my car and I'm like, just drive away, you crazy woman. And um, I, 
I uh, I see in the rearview mirror, I could see his look and he gets angry because I see him see there's something on his windshield. So he probably thinks it's a ticket, right? And then I see him pick it up and I see him starting to look around because now he has this confused look on his face. So I'm running him through a gamut of emotions right now um, because I, I did this. And then I drove away. So I don't know if he won, if he didn't win, but it just does change people's lives doing these little random acts. And I know you do this because this runs in your family as well, right? Is and uh, my father was my father was known for random acts of kindness, and during COVID he passed away, and so there was kind of a real limitation on what you could do. Yeah. And then people at the funeral, you you know, sending flowers. It's it, they're lovely. It's a great gesture. So uh, as a family, we decided instead that it was a time when random acts of kindness, which are my father's, you know, kind of lifestyle and the way he lived his life. We ask people to do that as a memory for him. Just do one random act of kindness for someone, you know, and just do it anonymously. It's the best thing in the world. And and I was really, really touched by all the people who did it. So it was very nice. That's beautiful. And and we're Vincent and I are going to challenge you to do random acts of kindness. Um, whatever resonates with you, just go do it. It will make you feel good. It'll definitely make other people feel good. It's just it's just what we do. And just think, you know, as Gandhi says, change begins with ourselves. You have to change yourself by doing things like that. It really could change the world. And and we, we really would love to see you do that. Everyone come dream big with me. I do this every November. Look for the information. Come join us in the masterclass. Walk through it. Walk through the questions we walk you through today. Um, I think you will see a difference in how your 2024 goes when you start really planning because it takes setting goals. It takes having the vision and putting it to paper and then setting out an actual plan of how you're going to accomplish it for your success. That's the secret to all these successful people. Vince, thank you for having for coming today. I appreciate you. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's so good. So good. Can't wait till you come back. Thank you all for joining us today on Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I hope we have earned the privilege of your time. And I want to thank our guest today, Vince, who's just a co-host, so not a guest. He's our co-host. Look for our show next time, next Saturday at 3 p.m. We can be found on all major platforms, and we would be so grateful if you please like, follow, share, and subscribe. Until next time, I am Coach Lorianne, and Vince Parada. Play a higher role, serve a higher purpose, show up for you, and show up what, Vince? Big. Huge. Love it. Bye, everyone. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting, management, or its sponsors.